Hey, hey, welcome back to Back to Basic with Danielle. Obviously, I'm Danielle. If you haven't put that together yet, nice to meet you. And if you are back here, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back to get back to basic. So this week was a really fun episode for me. And it kind of made me reminisce about a different lifetime, which sounds really crazy. And no, I'm not getting into a whole philosophical, psychological thing about past lives. Although one time I did go to a psychic who told me that my aura and my chakra was separated in my head because I was beheaded in a past life. Maybe that's something we'll talk about in a different episode. Get back to the basic of past lives. Back to the point. So this week, I sat down with one of my good friends, Chris Lane, aka DJ Charlie Brown. He and I actually worked at a radio station together. It was my first full-time radio job in Connecticut. And he was our engineer. He was literally jack of all trades. He did everything for us. And he also was my co-host. He was my first ever co-host. And during that time, a lot of interesting things happened uh, just in general in my life, in the lives of people around me. But it was just a very interesting time. Let's leave it at that. Basically, I've noticed more as I'm getting older and we're getting closer to 30 Flirty and Thriving over here that when I look back on certain chapters in my life that were hard or difficult or interesting, that yeah, in the moment it was challenging. And looking back, I know that those challenges led me to where I am in one way or another. Sometimes you feel bad um, about certain challenges or certain things that held you back. I have felt that way for a while about certain things that happened in the past, but they also led me to where I am. And while it's not necessarily where I want to be fully, and I'm sure we can all relate to this because we're always striving to be somewhere or to do better, it helped to grow my career and helped to make me and change me and shape me. And co-hosting with Chris and doing all that crazy stuff, um, you'll hear us talk about it a little bit in the episode. It really just, it made me realize that I am a strong person and that I can push through things a lot. And even though it feels like a different lifetime, I know that it helped me get to where I am now. I'm philosophically waxing about my past and um, just saying that if you have had challenges in the past and you are trying to reconcile what happened with where you are now, know that the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between helps lead you to where you are. It's totally something along the lines of everything happens for a reason, and I do believe in that as well. I I do believe that our choices are meant to be, and for example, if I didn't work at that radio station with Chris, Uh, Who knows if Noah and I would be together still or if I would have the opportunities I have at different radio stations now or if I would even be doing this podcast right now because that was my first real on air job and, you know, made me fall more in love with the microphone. So who honestly knows where I would be or if we'd be here talking right now? So it's just it's interesting and it's nostalgic and Sometimes you look back, you don't want to look back too much because you need to look in front of you and look forward. It's like driving, right? Like you can glance in the rearview mirror every so often, but it's really to make sure that you're moving forward. So talking with Chris, we kind of were talking about this different lifetime and 
we realized how far we have come together in our careers and everything that we went through and got through. Um, again, not going to get into details, but let's just say it was a very interesting experience. The radio station went under. That kind of gives you a pretty good summary of just the challenging time in general. So all I'm trying to say is that through this episode, I was looking back on a different version of myself, a different lifetime, and it just made me realize that, I guess essentially, it made me get back to basic of myself and my career and my past. And we're all just doing our best and I think that's really what it is. You hear us kind of touch on the past a little bit. You hear us touch on our memories. But then you hear us talk a lot about the future and a lot about what Chris is doing now. And that's what it's all about. Having fun, looking back fondly, and not dwelling too much on the negative and moving forward into the positive, into the future. A lot of me talking right now is just to set you up for this great, fun interview you are about to hear. Again, my good friend, Chris Lane, who is known as DJ Charlie Brown. We talk about his DJing career. We talk about how he got started in radio. We touch on some of our fond radio memories of events we did and just the crazy time we went through working for this startup radio station. And it's really fun. Again, kind of shows you, kind of shows me that the tough times we go through in the past look at how far we've come. Look at how far you've come. And that's really what I think you could take away from this episode. Chris and I have been through some shit, but we come out on the other side stronger, better, and with a little caramel drizzle, which Chris will touch on in the episode. Um, Spoiler alert, he loves a good iced coffee. So anyway, that being said, I hope that you are excited and that you followed my twisty, turny logic right now, but I think you get me and I think you understand. So I hope you're ready to get back to basic with DJ Charlie Brown. Christopher, thank you for joining me on Back to Basic. What's up? How you doing? Doing good. Um, playing with your cat. Yeah, currently Chris is here. We are recording in person, enjoying um, very on-brand beverages that are pink. Yes. It's called Pink Whitney. But let me get into this. So Chris and I have known each other for a while now, and we used to work together. We worked at a couple of radio stations together. We did. Um, and so I brought Chris on to reminisce. But also, because now Chris does his own thing, he is a DJ. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to him all about that. So Chris, yes. I want you to give everyone an intro into who you and who DJ Charlie Brown, that's right, Ooh. spoiler alert, is. My real name is uh, Chris Lane. I go by the alias of DJ Charlie Brown. Um, it was a name that was given to me when I was in college at the radio station, uh, developing my love for radio. Uh, which I've always had, but just it just kind of manifested there. Other than that, I don't know. I like long walks on the beach, um, candlelit dinners. Wow. <laughs> now, why are you taking notes? <laughs> okay, so the love of radio, the love of music. Why DJing? Why did you decide to go that route? It was completely by chance. Originally, when I first started DJing, I was actually in college. I was... Um, at the radio station just trying to find things to like dip my toe into and like learn because I want to learn everything about radio at the time. Um, we had a bunch of really great DJs there and I had a great mentor by the name of DJ Dom Nice 
he pretty much taught me the basics in like just like skill wise you know like how to blend records and mix records and beat matching and picking songs and keeping to a genre and stuff like that and um it was actually a, a class that was part of the radio station that you could t- that you could take if you wanted to learn and and i dove in because i was a big audiophile guy like i tried to collect as much music as i could at that time and um it just kind of fit and i had so much fun and then um like my love of music as well as my love of radio kind of went hand in hand and I had to choose one and I wasn't too particularly confident of myself with DJing mm-hmm. even though um you know a lot of my peers were like oh yeah like Chris uh you're good and at that time I was still being called Chris because I didn't really have a DJ name Oh you didn't have like the name Yeah I didn't okay. have the name um one of my friends was like you're like Charlie Brown and like they were making fun of my head. I have a really big head. <laughs> it's stuck and it's taken off and, and I've kept it and it's just been me for forever. Um, and then I left college, right? And I had to choose one. It was either DJing or radio. Or radio. And uh, I chose radio. And then I was in radio for 10 years and I didn't even think about DJing. DJing yeah, because when we met, you really weren't no. focused on DJing. You were right. more like audio engineer. Chris was our audio engineer. Um, you were like audio editing. You did all of our commercials, all our production. Everything, everything, is, everything. is you just heard Noah in the background. Everything. That's Was that something you enjoyed? Did you oh, yeah, miss DJing? Like, I, one of my responsibilities was like live remotes. And I used to love doing that. Yeah, um, we did a few at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, the good old days. Um, <laughs> Noah's laughing. Um, we had fun. We, we did, did have fun. We had a lot of fun. We did you know what? Looking back, now we can we laugh. But um, one thing, I, one remote, just side note, I remember was this time, like during Thanksgiving, and you and I were at a turkey drop. And it was like negative degrees oh, out. Man. And we were sitting outside because we had to sit outside to do the remote right. and, and watch people as they dropped off food. And you and I, I remember, like, ice. Like, icicles sitting there, like, waiting just to come back and yeah. communicating back with the with everyone at the office in oh, the studio. It was, it was the parade, right? No, that was the turkey drop. It was the um, food bank. We did a lot of stuff. It was, we did a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of stuff. For, stuff first one he's talk- that I'm talking about is the Stanford Food Bank. Food bank? It was, it was a food was donation a event, and yeah, you and I were there. The other one was the, the Thanksgiving that was parade. Cold. That it, was snowing. It was weird because it was it was humid and then it got cold. Yeah. And then it started snowing. So yes. it was a weird day. <laughs> we, we did a lot. My point is, yes, we did a lot of like live remotes, a lot of events, and Chris was the one who pulled it all together. Mm. So you enjoyed doing that. You yeah. enjoyed seeing how it worked and seeing like the result. Yeah, pretty much. And and uh, that was the radio business for me. Like anything that I was able to do, I saw instant results. You know, if it was something bad, it was like, no, you're not going to do it. But if it was something good, put it on the air immediately. Yeah. That's what I loved about it. It was just like instant gratification. I guess it was just like communication. I felt like. Yeah. Dive into. When I was younger, I never really talked. Like I did. Like I had my friends. And those are people I talk to. Mm-hmm. My parents a little bit here, you know, family a little bit there. But I never really talked. And so um, as I grew up, I guess being in radio pulled that out of me. Oh, now, my God, Chris. Now I can't. Now I don't shut up. That's <laughs> literally what I know is over here laughing. But that's literally what I say about radio. I mm. say that it pulled my voice out and yeah. helped me find my voice. So. Wow, we have so much in common. Oh, God. No, we just found that out. Yeah, Jeez. we have so much in common. Um so why did you decide to transition back to DJing? So um, after radio, I was kind of in La La Land. I moved into event management. It was fun. But I also felt like my time there was kind of coming to an end. 
And so I was transitioning and going to school for other things. One night after a class, I went to my local watering hole and I saw an acquaintance of mine setting up DJ equipment. And I kind of looked and it was kind of odd because they never, at this particular place, they didn't DJ. They didn't play live music like that. I, Me being out of uh, DJing for over a decade, I was like, all right, you know, let me see if I still got it. I was curious and I wanted to see the technology. I hopped on and I asked I asked my my buddy I was like hey uh, can I hop on shout out DJ Black Earth and he let me he let me go he let me spin and I was originally supposed to like I just wanted to mess around for like ten minutes just to see how it worked and there's a weird thing I don't know if DJs like this happens to a lot of DJs but it happens to me like when I get when I start DJing sometimes you feel it sometimes you don't but when you do feel it it's just like the world shuts down. Like blinders. Yeah, and it's just blinders, and it's just you and the music and the the music you choose, and that's what I think good DJs like latch onto. That ten fifteen minutes turned into an hour thirty. That's how it got started up again out of wow. the blue, and um, it's been a ride ever since. It's it's a love. It's a passion. It's something I can do. I could do it for people. I could do it for myself. I could do whatever I want. I have all control of it, and yeah. it's my representation of how I feel and how I want to sound and how I want to act, and that's that's what it is. Yeah, that's how you know you love it, if you yeah. can do it with no one or, like, <laughs> with everyone. Mm-hmm. Chris and I actually were co-hosts. Yes. Fun fact. God. Um, I was looking at those photos the other day. Uh, we did a holiday function. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. did the trunk or treat? We did Trunk or Treat. Yeah. Yes, we did a Trunk yeah. or Treat event, which I yeah. planned with the Boys and Girls Club, and you dressed as Charlie Brown. Yeah, I did. We were, was it, it was a daily show, right? Every single day? Every yeah, day. it was an everyday thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we were co-hosts every day. But I don't with, remember. It was only every day. <laughs> <laughs> it was every day, right, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> question. Um, which do you prefer to be behind the scenes? Because, like, you're producing music now. Like, yeah. You're, that's um, a behind the scenes type that's, of thing. It's tough because I I I enjoy both. I have fun in both. That's the that's the tough yeah. part. So you can yeah. kind of roll with it. It's like trying to pick your favorite like child. Mm. You can't. We all know they do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, mom, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. Like right now, you I love. That, yeah. Yeah. Right now, because we're doing a podcast, yeah. I'm like looking at the levels and trying to figure. I know. Out. I see. <laughs> he keeps doing the thing and he's like leaning into the mic and he's like, it's very like what we used to do, yeah, which and, is so funny. You fall back into the rhythm. Yeah. And then, um, you know, if I were to go home, like I'm going home and I'm going to work on some things. Yeah. I'll You'll be, fall back yeah, into it. Yeah. So it's yeah. just it just the, wherever the wind takes me, really, yeah. and it's 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 fun either That's way. That's fun though. So I enjoy yeah. it. So, okay, I have a question about actually DJing. Okay. Because from what we see on TV, it's not exactly, like, it doesn't explain it exactly. So you're producing the songs, you're you're mixing them. Yes. But when you're performing, you're doing it live. So how does that work? Because in my head, I'm thinking, like, David Guetta, where it's, like, produced, it's a produced song. There's a lot of different ways you can DJ. Okay. Back Back when it started, there was only one way. You got a couple records, you scratched on it, and... And scratching uh, is that, like... Yeah, yeah, that... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, there's that. Um, You could be a DJ, right? And you could not spin records whatsoever. You could be a traditional DJ, where you do parties, clubs, uh, bars, lounges, weddings, bar mitzvahs. 
Um, you could be a DJ in the aspect of where you create in studio, where you're taking elements from existing sampling songs that are out and taking bits and pieces and putting it together and recreating something and making it your own. Or in your sense, you could just, you could do it live in front of people yeah. on stage, which what you're talking about. Yeah. So there's different aspects of it. Or like I said before, you could be a rapper or a singer or yeah. whatever. Um, so there's different aspects of it. Um, oh, not let's not forget radio. Um, True. Yeah. Um, so there's a- different aspects of it. So what do you like? Um, everything, because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> it's awesome. Like there, there's a lot of great DJs that are really good at one thing, and then there's the you know the the guys that we look up to like the yeah. David Guetta's the I don't know Calvin Harris Calvin Harris I saw him in Vegas yeah how was he was that? at a pool party yeah he was good I mean like it was, it was a few years ago wow the thing is is like he played like his songs on the radio that we know mm-hmm. so I couldn't tell as much about like him DJing because it was like the songs we know and then like a little bit in between. I mean it was good. It was also a pool party, so it was right. just kind of like chill laid back. Yeah. It wasn't nuts. So, um but yeah, I saw him and the drinks were like $40. It was insane. Because it was David, Vegas. because Vegas well, and Gata. and Calvin Harris, yeah. And Calvin Harris, but so I didn't have Gata. to pay a cover. Um we used to this reminds me of like we used to record things in like offices and then Chris oh, and I used to be stuck in an office all day together and we would just be like really bored and we would just be like talking about the most random stuff we would talk shit about everybody (laughs) like no listening we didn't talk shit about you (laughs) we talked shit about everybody and everything nobody was safe it was it was glorious you know what i realized that you like me no Uh, (laughs) every good moment is that i've been a part of has been me and somebody else talking a lot of shit about anything (laughs) really yeah not in a bad way, of course. Well, sometimes. Depends on the person. <laughs> yeah, or thing. But Noah was like in his little suit, you know? Yeah, he was a suit. <laughs> <laughs> in his suit, do- going out and about, doing his thing. So he'd leave Chris and I to like our own devices. And we would just like fuck around half the time. Yeah. <laughs> so just because we're getting back to the basic here, I will say there's one thing that now you taught me. Up. No, no, no. <laughs> there's one thing that you taught me because as like the producer and engineer that you taught me that to this day mm-hmm. I do. We were recording a commercial and I was reading the copy mm-hmm. and you made me you made me like re-record it like 15 times, just continually say it. And you were like, okay, I want you to smile into the microphone. microphone yep and i was like why and you said because even though it looks fucking stupid <laughs> it's going to sound like you're smiling right and it's going to sound better yep and i remember doing it and you laughing because i had this like, crazy like <laughs> cheshire yeah literally like doing smile. a commercial like bye <laughs> and i did it and you were like that you stopped recording you were like that's it that's the mm-hmm. one Ever since then, when I'm recording commercials or I'm recording, even now, like if I'm doing a voice track or something, mm-hmm. I'll catch it and I'll go, I'll just like do a little smile. And <laughs> I, can, I can sense it and I'll go, that Chris Lane, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's from years of experience and dealing with a bunch of, uh, just a bunch of radio guys and, yeah. and girls. Um, I forget who I learned that from, I think. It's a good tip though. So anyone who's yeah. listening, if you're a podcaster or you want to get into radio or voiceover or whatever, mm-hmm. it's really, it's a good tip because it's, you're emoting through your face. So you're emoting, emoting through, through your, your voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, also if you're doing like streams. Yeah. Because you don't want to look like a sourpuss while you're looking into the camera. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good. It's a it's good. It's a good tip. Yeah. It's a very it really good tip. Is. And yeah, it, it makes you sound amazing. Better. Yeah. I can't believe you remember that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go too much longer. I know we could probably talk for a million years. Um, Why not? So what can we expect from DJ Charlie Brown next? Like, are you going to release wow. music? Uh, are you going so to... Tell me. I got a lot of things in the works. Um, right now, I've been really focusing on my Twitch stream, mm-hmm. which is twitch.tv backslash DJCHRLBRWN because I don't like vowels. You don't like vowels. <laughs> now, um, should we no, dive well, psychologically into this? Was there like a childhood trauma with like no, 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 no. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so uh, as yeah, for so what, what's next? So as for what I have next, um, my my Twitch stream, I'm really focusing on that. I had to redo my little work area. I completely like gutted it and revamped it. So um, got some new equipment. I actually just put up some new content, and uh, I'm trying to get that up and rolling. Um, I've been working with a group of musical friends I've known since college. We're we're working on a project um, called uh, the group is called Pre the Vibes, and we're just working together. Um, I'm gonna be there like live DJ. Oh, cool! When they start doing shows again. Oh, that'll so, be fun. So uh, we're doing that. Um, just just working on the craft. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be doing music just yet. I think it, it's on the horizon. But there are things I need to do first before I get there. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to do it, I want to build a studio. I don't have a studio yet. You know, if I'm going to, and I want to invest a lot more time into it. And, you know, there's a couple steps that I have to, like, put off to the side because of what the world's going through. Um, But, you know. So basically, it sounds like just, like, learning and, like, kind of going with the flow. Relearning the craft, relearning the music, learning new music. Uh, I've been really on this um, for a long while. Um, one of this new, like this genre of music I've attached myself to is Afrobeat. Okay. Afrobeats, I should say, and it's like similar to like reggae dancehall music, Ooh. but you know it's from Africa. So I, I've just really loved the 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 culture and the sounds and the nature of the music and the vibe of the music, and it's just something that I've just dove in head first. And then only maybe like last week I heard like this song specifically called Anytime by Duck Sauce. You know, Barbara yeah. Streisand. Dude, yeah, 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 that DJ. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, right. Um, and and it just popped up one day on uh, a random playlist I was listening to. I just kind of tilted my head and I put it on repeat <laughs> for like I was going. I think I was going to where was I going? I think I was traveling to Brooklyn. Uh, probably like. Maybe 15 minutes into the ride, the song comes on. And from that point till I got to Brooklyn, it was just on repeat. So I've been listening to that style of music, which is kind of like a, a house, kind of funk house, disco, yeah. EDM kind of sound. And I've just been running with that sound. So I've I've really um, taken a liking to that and trying to like dive in and to learn more about that side of that kind of genre. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I was telling you earlier before we got on, I was I'm making a mix for you. So Yeah. <laughs> Throw some like clueless as if. <laughs> Ugh, as if. Um what I love about DJing though, and from everything you've said, is you can do so many things and you can kind of do what you want. Like it's a it's a very customizable thing. Yes. Like and you same know, with music. Like yeah. I like that you're like, oh, like I was doing this kind and then I kind of am gonna do this kind and I hear that within some of the more mainstream ones, like one song sounds so different than the next. Right. It's it um it's 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 dope because there's uh 
there's limitations on your creativity, right? With with music that you listen to, you sit there, you put your favorite song on, yeah, you listen to it. It's like three minutes and it's done. But maybe you'll hear something in your head that, you know, oh, maybe this sound would sound really, you know, it would be really cool if he said this here. That's what DJ uh, allows okay. you to do, and that's that's the beauty of of it for me. Like I can take, I don't know, InSync wants you back, and like. I'll hear something in it and maybe there's a phrase in the song that matches up with something so off the wall that you wouldn't think would go together, but it does. Yeah. And it's the it's that and then it's the wow factor because, you know, you're listening to it and you go, Wow, I never would have thought of it. Like that's that's a like I think that's one of the important aspects of being a good DJ is to find those uncommon links and to make it sound good and to make it work and to keep your listener engaged um and moving and happy and dancing or whatever 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 it is yeah Yeah. you need to have the ear too for that i feel like i feel like that's something you learn yes absolutely um you you may have your your sound in your head you there's things that you like Mm -hmm. but in order to more fine-tune your sound you have to learn about other other things going on and and that's the that again that's yeah. something that i love doing do you think that similarly to like singing how some people have the ear for it that that's kind of a little bit of what you have to have as well or do you think that anyone who wants to get into this can learn that it's a skill you can pick up the beauty of it because there's so many sub divisions of djing oh right people okay. can pick up different aspects of it and the way and how accessible it is and how technology has made it easier to do everything that's true um nowadays you have a laptop you have a hard drive you have a djing program you have a mixer a lot of these places have speakers yeah or you could even do it from your computer if you're doing it for like your friends you don't need much there's more options you have streaming services that are connected to the programs it's so easy to just pick up and go yeah um it's, the accessibility yes yeah, it's, it's so it's so readily available and and i think it's good i think it's only going to spark a lot of creativity like there's going to be that one guy that doesn't dj or one girl that doesn't dj and they'll hear something and they'll be messing around on their friend's set and all of a sudden whoa what was that and it's going to take off yeah and that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of music. That's the beauty of DJing. And and, and yeah. that's what I love so much about it. It totally reminds me. Have you ever seen Pitch Perfect? Okay, first of all, what's wrong with you? Second of all, <laughs> um, it's a great movie. It's about Noah shaking his head, but I don't care. It's a great movie about an acapella singing group. Okay. But the main character, Anna Kendrick, is a DJ. She wants to be a DJ. And mm-hmm. she talks about, she's trying to explain it. And she's talking about how you find the downbeat of this song and match it with the upbeat of this song. Um, it's really interesting because she kind of explains it in the context of the show, like the movie. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with like her musical ear because she right. can also sing. Right. Um, so I just think it's really funny. And that's like the if you can do, way. If you can sing and DJ... That's really that's something. That's because Oh my god, I'll sing. Oh god. And no. you DJ. Please don't. No. No, what tell him that mm. I can kind of sing. Yeah. That was no, not, that was not convincing <laughs> in the slightest. <laughs> I was once told Noah can't sing if you no, heard that. that. I was I once told that I have the ear for pitch mm-hmm. so I can keep pitch for okay. a song. Yeah. So oh, wait, I don't wait, know wait, if wait, you want to like back to collab. Can you keep the pitch? While the song is playing or not playing? Um, 
Like if you if you mm. were to, I don't know. I I can do it without the song, but like I have no, I've had no reason to do it without the song. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've so done could... karaoke. Noah can show you. There's a really great video of me doing karaoke drunk last year at the bar with him and his friends. Remember that? No, Shania Twain. You also did uh, some Justin Bieber. If I if I'm correct. You did Biebs. Anyway, Christopher. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you one question before we go. Okay. Okay. I think I know what it is, but sure, go. What is the most basic thing about I knew you? it was coming. I have to. I know there's something. Yes, there is. There's a few. I know. I know. But I want him to tell everyone. Caramel Frappuccino with the whipped cream and the caramel dressing on, uh, caramel drizzle, drizzle? on the top. Mm-hmm. But, but the caramel drizzle also has to be in the base of the cup. Ooh. If they, do if, you ask for that? If they don't do it, leave. It's not a good establishment. If you have to ask for it, you gotta get out. He's so basic about his Starbucks drink. He's telling you exactly <laughs> no, how it, it has doesn't, to be made. No, it doesn't have to. Be, it doesn't have to be Starbucks. It could be any oh, any car. You're right over there. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Doesn't have to be Starbucks preferred. But, but it could be any anywhere. kind of yes. frappe. Yeah. If it, if you go to an establishment and you ask for a caramel frappe, and it has to have the drizzle inside. It, the first thing they do. Is grab the cup. The second step they do is grab the caramel and drizzle and drizzle inside the cup. If they don't mm-hmm. do that, leave and just get out so of there. So there you have it. Your tip for a good frappuccino slash frappe. What were you gonna say? Yeah, what were you gonna say? Because you say, oh, there's a few. I have. Give a me few. one with Chris. Yeah. I need you to come closer to the microphone. <laughs> I know you haven't done it in a while, but I know you know that. Well, then I gotta come closer. This is no, Noah. That's, that's perfect. There's a few. There's a few things that like. we could talk about. Well, yeah, one. what do you think is basic about yeah. this? Yeah, what is the bit like? That was the most basic thing I could. Think I know, of. but that was like his. That was, was like a coffee. It was one. like a yeah. shop. So, uh, that's that's the very. That's a. That's a basic on brand. We love a good iced coffee, a good Starbucks, a good frappuccino. Well, I think like for example though, like Chris loves FIFA. Like if you're talking about basics of guys, like that's pretty oh, basic. Yeah, that's oh, pretty, like sports. You know, like yeah. things like that's that. That's soccer. If you want to talk, like there's a lot of stuff. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily like. Like, I don't think your audience would find FIFA that basically No, but I will. St- but I'm going like, to tell one story of- about this. <laughs> because yes. it was the World... No, was it the World Cup or was it just a game? No, it, no. Was, it, it was, was just a game. It was a European soccer yeah. tournament. Okay. So, like, it... Like, tell them who you're a fan. It's the okay. equivalent of the World Series for soccer. soccer. Yes. Right. Hashtag sports. Hooray sports. Yay sports. Sports, 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 sports. Sports, sports, sports. Yes. That's what it was. That it used to be... Sports, sports, sports. They used to talk about sports in the office sports. and on air and I would go... Sports, 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 sports. Um... So I'm a big fan of L I B. Yep, Liverpool. I'm gonna say finish spelling it. Like <laughs> Liverpool three. FC. Um, they're they're an English soccer team, based in England. Duh. Um, wow. <laughs> and um, it was a European soccer club tournament called the Europa League, and they were playing against their rivals, uh, Manchester United, mm-hmm. and it was I think it was. The game that decided whether or not they went to the finals, and um, we were down by, mm-hmm. we were down one. I love how you remember the specifics. Yeah, we were I down. just remember the reaction. Yeah, we were down one, and we were watching it. I rem- we were watching it at the radio station in GCH in Stanford. Yes, and um, he he uses we very loosely. I want to point <laughs> that out. We were watching it, and um, there was a radio show going on in behind us. So I had to keep it down a little bit, but I was still watching it and I had the sound on. And um, a play was made and we scored. And I specifically remember my body levitating out of the mm-hmm. seat 
and floating down the hallway. You said I jumped out of the seat and sprinted down the hallway and sprinted back. I don't remember that. Yeah, so um, um, I was sitting across the <laughs> desk and you had the was, volume off, yeah, so I didn't was, know what was going on. It was really, lo- it was either off or really it was, low. Yeah, because and there we were, was we were at a radio station, yeah. so we were doing stuff. The way the way the radio station was situated, the office was right outside the studio. Yeah. So and the studio wasn't completely soundproof. So you could hear. Yeah. And he just like jumps up. And gets out of the chair and just starts with running laps <laughs> with his hands just like in the air. And I'm sitting there saying, what the hell is wrong with you? And you're going, <gasps> And then I had to explain it. And Danielle literally was laughing at me and crying for like Yeah, because next, it was the funniest thing Next ever. 15 minutes. And you know what? I think at that time, you didn't really see that side of me a lot. Mm-mm. Because we had ju- like. We, we just met. Yeah, we were just getting to know each other. Yeah. And, um, Getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was, that, was, that was classic. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, so that was hilarious. The, that was the first you, real... You know what? That's a, that is a basic thing. Thank you, Noah. You were like a fangirl. Yes. I, you fangirled over, over the game. I was, uh, Good job, Noah. I like to say fanatic. Yeah. Oh, okay, a, you say fanatic. I say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Chris. <laughs> How much time have we got? Two minutes. <laughs> Uh, Chris? I, I see 15. <laughs> oh, um, Chris, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can listen to you. Um, plug it in. So uh, I do cool things on Instagram. So check me on Instagram, DJ Charlie Brown, which is everything, one word, no vowels. That's the best way to put it. Um, Twitch, find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DJ Charlie Brown. Again, no vowels. No vowels. And uh, that's, that's it. And that's it so far. Keep an eye out for new stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm going to actually start putting mixes up on uh, on wow SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Yeah, yep, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I I had a I was using SoundHound earlier on a song. Oh, okay. So that's why I was confused. Uh, so SoundCloud, and um, yeah, just be on the lookout for that, and and I'll post it on Instagram when I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, come watch me do weird stuff with my hands while I DJ. That's the way to promote. <laughs> I wave my hands in weird directions That's and I make faces. That's how we promote it. Come watch weird things. Chris, love you. Love you too. Good grief. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>All right, everybody, that was my interview with DJ Charlie Brown, a.k.a. Christopher Lane. Please rate, review, subscribe, do all the fun things. Let me know who you want me to get back to basic with and what you want me to get back to basic about. I hope you enjoyed, and uh, I will see you next week because, well, you know the drill. On Wednesdays, we podcast.